In this bulletin, Prime Minister Anthony Albanese embarks on his trip to China, Australians who fled Gaza due to arrive home. And in sport, the Women's Tennis Association apologises to players for conditions at tour finals in Mexico. With the latest SBS News, I'm Biwa Kwan. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese has embarked on his trip to China, becoming the first Australian Prime Minister to visit the country in seven years. Mr Albanese confirmed he'll press the Chinese government to resolve the case of detained Australian writer Yang Hengjun during a three-day official visit. Dr Yang was detained by Chinese authorities in 2019 and faces espionage charges, the basis of which are not clear. The Prime Minister says the recent release of Chinese-born Australian television journalist Chong Lei has provided renewed hope for the release of Dr Yang. I'll be speaking about his human rights, the nature of uh, the detention and the failure to have transparent processes. Uh, just as we stood up, I've raised this issue before. Uh, we will always raise the issues of Australian citizens uh, when we meet uh, with uh, international leaders. That is something that we do consistently and I will do it again. Helicopters and security forces have been deployed to help with search and rescue after a deadly earthquake struck Nepal. The 5.6-magnitude quake struck a remote pocket of Nepal and was felt as far away as India's capital, New Delhi, nearly 500 kilometres from the epicentre. Officials say at least 128 people have been killed and dozens more injured as troops work to clear roads which were blocked by landslides. Prime Minister Pushpa Kamal Dahal has also flown in on a helicopter with a team of doctors to survey the damage. The earthquake is the deadliest since 2015 when about 9,000 people were killed in two earthquakes. Pacifica activists are calling on Australia to take further steps to reducing emissions, saying failure to do so is a violation of their human rights. The push comes ahead of the Pacific Islands Forum in the Cook Islands, which is due to begin on November 6. Climate activists say the Pacific Islands are on the front line of climate change, with the future for many living there becoming increasingly uncertain. Director of 350 Pacific, Joseph Sikulu, says the emission reduction targets already set by Australia is not enough. We always say that Australia is a big brother nation in the Pacific, and Australia really needs to start acting like that. And one of the difficult things about Australia's presence, especially within something like the Pacific Island Forum, is that it comes in with a lot of leverage and a lot of power. They should do more to try and push for the betterment of our region and the betterment of our people. Australia's own Frog ID app is about to hit a significant milestone, becoming one of the most successful citizen science projects in the world. The app was designed by biologist Dr Joni Rowley to help identify frog noises through publicly submitted recordings of frogs. It's now expected to reach a million sound recordings by Christmas, and its passionate researchers say it's just the beginning. This mother says she loves the app because it's both entertaining and educational for her children. They love the iPads, they love all those devices. If that device can teach them about the environment, about frogs, and keep them entertained for five minutes, that would be great. <laughs> so I can breathe. <laughs> The Frog ID app has already helped identify five new species and produced 20 research papers. And to sports, the Women's Tennis Association has issued an apology 
conceding its tour finals in Cancun is causing welfare and well-being issues for players. It signalled changes after a series of complaints from athletes. The tournament brings together the top eight singles players and double stars to wrap up what has been a long, gruelling season. The top 20 players had written a letter to organisers calling for better pay, a more flexible schedule and expanded childcare services. Officials say a review will look to meet their requests. And in horse racing, Chris Lee's Calipore has booked a place in Tuesday's Melbourne Cup by winning the Lexus Archer Stakes at Flemington. Ridden by legendary jockey Damien Oliver, Calipore led from start to finish in the 2,500-metre Group 3 contest at Flemington. It was retiring Great Oliver's 86th Melbourne Cup Carnival winner. Meanwhile, protesters gathered outside the event in Melbourne to campaign against horse racing. Elio Cholato from the Coalition for the Protection of Racehorses says there's a growing awareness of animal welfare concerns when it comes to the Melbourne Cup. Well, we're definitely seeing numbers falling at carnivals like Melbourne Cup Carnival. We've seen a 30% fall in the last 12 years. And it's an exciting time for, for animal lovers because we're seeing less and less people attending the races and more and more people saying up to the cup. All we're seeing from the racing industry is propaganda. We're seeing them trying to tell everyone how well they're looking after their racehorses, how they're trying to prevent injuries. All they're doing is trying to prevent their, uh, their, their, their social licence. And that's the latest from the SBS Newsroom. Music